listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. All right, we're back in the building. Rich Sizzle's here. We're getting ready to get into it. We got a lot to talk about in a little amount of time. We got to talk about football, the, the league, the Bears. We might even talk some baseball, talk some Bulls basketball. Who knows what we're going to talk about right now. But the first thing is, Rich, first of all, how are you doing? Boy, bueno, now that I'm past my uh, Omion, Omarion, Stellarcron, all that stuff. That's right. Doing better. <laughs> Luckily, you got the Icebox variant, and now that you're feeling better, that you've gotten yeah. that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so let's jump. The Deltacron and the... Yes, the yes. Deltacron and all of them. <laughs> got all the Decepticons all in one. And, yes, and, yes. And they got a new one coming out. It's called the StealthCon. Yeah. Yes. You know, just like how many more? How are you gonna have a stealth? I just, uh, just don't give me the oblivion and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> oblivion is here. We're all done. We're all doomed. Oh my goodness. Well, maybe that's how Aaron Rodgers feels. You know, Ooh. maybe he feels like he, he's he's just doomed. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe not getting the, the vaccine didn't help his game. I don't know. But we haven't talked about football in a while. Yeah. So on paper, the best weekend in football history was this past weekend. Bills, Chiefs, San Francisco, Green Bay. Just, okay. So yeah. let's Lions jump in. Wherever you want to jump in. It doesn't make me any difference. And I, and I watched uh, quite a bit of it. Um I gave up on the 49ers, actually. I didn't really? see that going the way it happened because mm -hmm. in normal Aaron Rodgers fashion, now granted, I was a little disappointed. I can't say disappointed. Can I say disappointed talking about the Packers because I always want them to lose? Mm -hmm. But I, I, I didn't think that the 49ers defense was that good. Mm -hmm. Put it like that. You're in Green Bay. It's kind of like that, that age-old thing is like, hey, this guy's bigger than you, he's faster than you, and he's already got the title, i.e. home field advantage. You know, you got to go in there doing something that they don't expect. And there was mm -hmm. nothing that the 49ers did, I felt like, that the Packers should not have come to expect. This was not a game that was one off of offense on San Francisco's part. This was one off of the unpredicted special teams efforts. That's why it says I kind of gave up on that game towards the end. And the next thing I know, you got a block punt for a touchdown. And like, whoa, we got us a game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was a real game. It was a slobber knocker. That's one of those ones yeah. you call a slobber knocker. And I'm going to say it. Aaron Rodgers came out and was like, you know, people just wanted us to lose because I didn't get the vaccine. I don't think that's the case at all, Aaron Rodgers. I think people want to lose because they don't like you. I mean, that's the big one. It has nothing to do with your vaccine status, even though, I mean, that, that was whack what you did. I mean, I thought, you tell yeah. me if I'm wrong, Rich. I, you know, I just thought, why are you going to lie to your, your teammates? You're going to lie to the people. I just... I didn't care for it, but that's me. You know, you, everybody felt the same way, like, when you go to the grocery store and you get that one guy that's walking around coughing and sneezing on everything without a mask on, and then you look at him crazy because he ain't got no mask on. Mm -hmm. I'm vaccinated. I'm good. Keep on going. Then come to find out you're not. Now, that's how you get into a fight. Then the ones that mm -hmm. get punched in the mouth. Mm -hmm. Like, what you lying about? 
Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody else is, <laughs> he's that one guy that you sitting there on the airplane wondering why the pilot got to turn the flight down. Cause like, dude, you want to put your mask on? You want to put your mask on? Right. We can't go to Miami because you won't put your mask on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's that guy. So I have no sympathy on that part of it. Aside from the game itself, it looked like Green Bay was getting ready to play another opponent. They overlooked at the outlook San Francisco looking for the championship game and just try to do just enough to win. This is the playoffs. Playoffs. You can't do that. You got to come out and play like tomorrow's not guaranteed. They didn't do that. This this looked like another game to Green Bay. Like, ah, we'll just pace ourselves until we get to the Super Bowl. You ain't even got to the championship round yet. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, it kind of showed at the end. That's why I said I kind of tuned off because I expected them to manage, not make any mistakes, and they did. And I was like, yes, let me turn the going back on because <laughs> they're making mistakes. <laughs> well, what's so. funny? I and, and Jay and I talked about this on the yesterday's episode. You've got thirty years of football excellence between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. 30 years, I mean, of elite quarterbacking where they have dominated a division unlike any other tandem of quarterbacks. But you only have two championships out of that that, that run they've done. Two. Mm-hmm. One, two. One by Favre, one by Rodgers. So I'm beginning to wonder how bad of a man really is he. Well, um, credit the um... – Horrible play by their um, uh, other people. You know, Vikings have sucked in 30 years. Uh, the Lions, really. Then we're, you want to go 30 years back, we're talking about when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers really sucked. Mm. They, 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 they probably could have gotten beat by any of these Alabama teams back in those days. The Bears were always hot and cold. Either they were great, i.e. 85 Bears, or they sucked. Mm. You know, so... Uh, Green Bay with the emergence, like you said, of Brett Favre had a little bit of consistency going. But then you've got everybody else. It's like, okay, we're not just going to do consistency. We've got, you know, dynasties in that era. San Francisco with their quarterback systems and then Dallas and then, of course, with Tom Brady. So consistency got them this far, but consistency is not going to get you championships like that as long as you're not uh, dedicated to dominate the entire league. If your focus is dominating your division, which they did, kudos to them, great. But like you said, after a while, you don't get into that, you know, greatest of all time category because all you did was dominate a, a average at best division for those years. Yeah, I, I always look at it when I look at my fantasy numbers. And one of the things that was funny this year, one of my auto drafts, and fantasy, and we got to talk about all our winners who won <laughs> fantasy leagues, man, because we had 10 million of them. Mm-hmm. But I got an auto draft where Devontae Adams was my first round pick. Mm-hmm. And I was quite upset about that at the beginning because I was like, he gets like 4,000 yards a game, but he gets no touchdowns. I've mm-hmm. never seen an ultimate, an Uber receiver who gets no touchdowns. None. Like, mm-hmm. none. You're just like, dude, why are you ending the year with less than 10 touchdowns a year? Well, the, towards the latter of the year, the, the game becomes a lot smaller. The, the temperatures drop. 
and the game is more focused on old school play. Now we're, we're going to get back into the run game. We're going to uh, reserve those flea flickers and things like that and get down to the ground and pound. Uh, time management on the clock. So it, not, it, it becomes less of an arrow system, as you saw with the uh, Green Bay and San Francisco game. Ball wasn't getting aired out like that, like it probably should have. These were two old-fashioned uh, teams trying to go old school, and they played to San Francisco's uh, liking in that perspective. But, yeah, I, I, if you were drafting late in your first round, Devontae Adams was either your number one, two guy as far as receivers go. And like we talked about months ago, the receiving aspect of fantasy this year did not look like it was going to be that wide out like that you have one or two or three or four good names of receivers and everybody else was just was just basic uh as to kind of find out you know names like cooper cup come around but yeah adams and, and tyreek hill were your guys so they would have gone first round because after that tier the tier dropped down tremendously with wide receivers so you know hindsight yeah we could talk about it all day long but at that time in august it was a good pick yeah at that time there was an emphasis when you always, you're always looking for offense in fantasy. And if we want to juxtapose a defensive slobber knocker, then we had an offensive onslaught when it came to the Bills and Chiefs. Bills and Chiefs were so ridiculous. It was like Ooh. nobody came to play defense. It was, <laughs> I, I've never, everybody talks about how great everything was. And then I thought of, I'm like, dude, how can you let somebody score in 13 seconds? Like, how does this happen? Do you not know how to play cover two, cover three, cover eight? We're covering everybody. I'm, I'm not playing man. I'm playing all zone. I'm dropping 11 and maybe rushing one. I don't know. I'm not even rushing anybody. Everybody's dropping into a zone. I'm not going to let you just come down. I never heard of the Bills receiver before in my life. Now, I don't know. I know you have. I know you have. I know you have. I know you knew who he was. I never heard of this kid before in my life. He has four touchdowns, sets an NFL record, never heard of him. Didn't even know he existed. I don't even think the team knew he was on the team. I'm telling you, that's how bad it was. He comes in, sets mm -hmm. history, right? And then you got Patrick, your homie, my homie, my homie, who comes in and in overtime eviscerates the Bills defense, which had been pretty good, which is kind of funny because now, you know, you think about Leslie Frazier and coming to the Bears, and I'm like, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. I saw what you did last time. Right. I didn't like that. Didn't like it at all. But did you think it was one of the greatest offensive efforts of all time, Rich? It was great. Okay. It was great. I can't lie. Uh, what the fans wanted to see, they got. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But like you said, it was like the defensive uh, – where did you go? Also, with like game game planning and game scheming, let me go back to what you were talking about with defense. Mm -hmm. Early in the season, the plan for Mahomes was bend, don't break, do not let them get chunks of yardage, mm -hmm. fall back, have cover people. Mm -hmm. You don't have the absolute greatest run game established, so you're not worried about the Chiefs picking you apart with eight-minute possessions and things like that. Force mm -hmm. them to make 
the two yard, whatever, trust your defense. That didn't happen in 13 seconds. And that's all you needed to do in 13 seconds was, was just open field tackle for five yards and keep going. And it didn't happen. I was like, okay, this is a, this is a wrap. And then I was like, wait a minute. They just let Travis Kelsey just go down the field 20 yards and just take that catch. And you know, they got three timeouts left. I was like, oh, okay. This is going to go to overtime. <laughs> as soon as I saw that first play, I said, it's going to overtime because the next, it's going to happen the next play, another chunk yard. And you've got Harrison Bucker, one of the better kickers in the game. He's going to make, he can make a 55 yard field goal, especially at home. Right. What are you doing? <laughs> kind of thing. Like you said, I don't know. Uh, I like Leslie Frazier. I think he's a great defensive mindset. Maybe it wasn't his call. Hopefully not. Maybe they overthought it. You can overthink in the, in the playoffs. You can want to be so perfect that you overthink it. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. Okay. Huh. All right. Well, I'll go along with that. I'll go along with great game. Very exciting. One that will go down in the ages. I don't know where this puts Josh Allen. I don't know if this puts you into like that that pantheon of, of Beals teams that always were in the playoffs but Ooh. never won a Super Bowl. Mm. Like that Jim Kelly thing. You just at some point you're wondering like if they can't be, how are they going to? Yeah, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. And they don't have a run game in Buffalo, no. so. No. I mean, when it goes back to what you were saying, that old school foundation of we're going to play defense, things get smaller, windows get tighter, you got to run the ball and yeah. use your offense, and none of that happened. Yeah, yeah, they've got small, fast backs. They need a bruiser. Mm -hmm. They need somebody come whatever to whatever is going to run up that gut and get you five or six yards and, and, and just take you down the field like that. That's that's what they I believe they have a first round draft pick this year. They need to find somebody like that. Just mm -hmm. hey, it doesn't matter. Give that man the ball and he's gonna push that line, whatever he's gotta do. That would be the big difference maker. Yeah. Because when you start talking about games like that, that that they have the win, uh, you can't rely on Josh Allen to be your running back. I think he right. led the team in runs. You can't uh, realistically let a guy like that do that. Eventually that one hit's going to happen mm -hmm. and he's going to be out for multiple games, a season or whatever else like that. Uh, the Ravens know all about that this year. Mm -hmm. so, uh, mm -hmm. Can't do that. They got to get somebody in there to push that line for them to get that game down to buy and let Josh Allen be the playmaker instead of the play. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Now that you're saying that you have a lot of like the Ravens, they downplayed uh, Lamar Jackson being injured, which we now see he was severely injured. I mean, it right. was where he set out the rest of the season at the back end of the games. But then when you talk about running games, you had two other games, or you had two other sets of games that you had Tampa Bay and the Rams, mm -hmm. where the Rams at the second half tried to give the game away. Oh, like God. here, just take the game <laughs> You can have it. And then you had Cincinnati and Tennessee, where at some point I'm advocating for Mitchell Trubisky to be Tennessee's new quarterback. Well. <laughs> it can't get any worse than Ryan Tannehill. I mean, really, it can't get any worse. Like, you can't. You can't keep running Ryan Tannehill out there. And he's going to have, like, one or two good games, and he has four, like, really bad games. 
question is with that game is how healthy was Derrick Henry really? Oh, he was not. Right. You know, and this is also two teams that didn't look experienced in the playoffs. There were a lot of mistakes on both ends that you kind of like, all right, however this game winds out, it's, it's going to wind out, but they've got to get back to the drawing board. Otherwise, they're going to get slaughtered by the next team that comes up. Right. Um, <clears throat> I told a friend of mine, I says, whoever wins on Sunday for both games is probably going to the Super Bowl anyway. Okay. But okay. – what we saw Saturday kind of cemented that for me, you know, mm-hmm. with, with both teams and in, in, in their playabilities and things like that. You know, San Francisco, kudos to them for gritting it out, but now they've got to play uh, a Rams team that they're familiar with mm-hmm. that on paper looks a lot more stout than them. The only question is what Matthew Stafford is going to come to play. They get into Matthew Stafford's head, it could be a long game for them. But if Matthew Stafford just plays like he's supposed to, unless the defense impose their will against the San Francisco 49, it's going to be a long game for them. And, I mean, yeah, I got it. Cincinnati, they did beat the Bill, um, sorry, the Chiefs earlier this year. <clears throat> I think that was more of a fluke, though. I don't think it's going to happen again. It's my uh, opinion. Mm. I'm entitled to it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking for a repeat. But what I will say this for a repeat. If San Francisco puts on a clinic again on the Rams like they did, I think it was a was it a Monday night or a Sunday night game? Yeah, where they beat the brakes off the Rams. Mm-hmm. I don't mean figuratively. I mean they literally beat, oh, beat the them like they stole something. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but so did uh, so did the Patriots all year with the Bills, and they come to time a whole another ball game. Yeah, that's true. In a home game, you know. That's true. That's true. I'm just saying somebody's got to come in there and say Tennessee. I always have a special place in my heart for Tennessee and especially for Knoxville, but somebody's got to help them because this that's bad, bro. That's that's no bueno. That's yeah. And uh, I, I'm on the train right now. I'm sorry. I'm on really? I'm on the Mitchell Trubisky train. I think Mitchell Tennessee. Trubisky go to like five different teams in the league and be successful. I'm on the Russell Wilson train for Tennessee. Oh, and or maybe the Aaron Rodgers train. What do you think about Aaron Rodgers going to Denver? I think he'd be better off staying where he's at. Mm-hmm. At least you have a Devontae Adams to pass to, even if you don't go and get anybody else. Mm-hmm. Still have Devontae Adams, Mr. Reliable, Mr. Healthy. <laughs> Who is healthy in Denver this year? I don't even know who's Denver's receiving core anymore. Oh, you got Jerry Judy out there. Was he yeah. was he healthy? No. Okay. No. Uh, Noah Fant, the tight end, he wasn't really too healthy. Was he healthy? Oh, that's why my point. Yeah. Your 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 uh your tandem duo of, of uh running backs, they really didn't stay too healthy. It's a hard place to play in Denver, though. All things being considered. Remember, you can always catch The Sizzle's Hot 5 and 5 right here on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. Make sure that you subscribe and share this information with someone. Hit the button, the like button, to make sure that you are leaving those like comments. And hey, down below, tell us what you're thinking. Tell us some things you want us to look at. And make sure that you're looking for a brand new episode of The Sizzle, the hottest talk in the 219. Remember, I'm G Sizzle, and I will see you on the other side.
Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Iron Skillet Sports. And remember to like, share, and subscribe to Iron Skillet Sports on YouTube at Iron Skillet Sports.